Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio, chipping away at the week. Yesterday, the NFL commissioner and all of his wisdom issued his state of the NFL message, and it started out with, no, the NFL is a real sport and not like pro wrestling. <laughs> Actually, he did allude to that in a, in a minor sense. This is the address that the commissioner always gives a couple days before the Super Bowl. It's the state of the NFL, as you mentioned. And this time, his subject matter really was predictable, considering everything that's been happening within the NFL. Commissioner Goodell said that they, they, they being the league, will not tolerate racism. Well, that goes without saying. They have it in the end zone, no racism, a race that abandoned it, all that sort of thing. So that was a given. Hiring practices, there will be no discrimination, but again, that's a federal law. So he's just reiterating the fact that the NFL will follow this. And then he said there will be no player misconduct. Of course, this comes on the heels of Alvin Kamara at the Pro Bowl. And get this, this has been You watched video of that? Did you see the video of that thing? I have not, but apparently it's pretty graphic. Uh, it's really, it's re- I mean, they, he, he alleged like this guy was all over him. You watch video, him and his team didn't want this guy on an elevator with him. And when he was like, what are you doing? They, I mean, they let him out. And it's just like, are you kidding me, man? But I've always kind of felt that was Alvin's MO anyway, so I'm not really too surprised. Well, what's interesting about it is this happened the night before the Pro Bowl, and he was accosted by the police and arrested. Oh, yeah, he was. They made, beat him he down. He made a deal with them. <laughs> he said, if you will allow us to arrest you after the Pro Bowl game, we'll let you play. And Kamara said, yeah, that's okay. And he did, and he <laughs> followed through with it. What kind of justice is that? But, Las Vegas uh, PD, that's what kind of justice uh, what, that is. Whatever it is. Protect uh, the your terrorism NFL at all costs. not going to tolerate anything like that. No player misconduct, nothing along those lines. He did, he being Goodell, did have an interesting comment to make. The NFL will be returning to Europe next year, but not to London, where they have played. London is still in the mix for future years, but this time the NFL is going to play in Munich, Germany. The teams, yet to be decided. But uh, the NFL will have one game in Munich, and then in ensuing years, Frankfurt, Germany, Munich again, and then London will be back in it. The NFL just trying to roll to the European continent with their football. Just uh, that that announcement was the biggest thing to me. Was like I, you know, all the other stuff, like you said, was Roger just tooting his own horn. But uh, <laughs> the the Germany edition was like. Whoa, we're playing a game in Germany. Okay, well, I guess we are trying to make this thing worldwide. I hope it's not the Chiefs. Um, So, Olympics had some good news overnight, didn't we? Have a couple, actually three more gold medals. So the medal count is up to, let's see, we at last count, the medal count was about nine. It's uh, three golds. I beg your pardon. Let me reiterate on that. It's four golds, uh, five silver and a bronze. So the medal count is increasing. The fact that the USA has come through with some key gold medal victories. Lindsay Jacobellis yesterday in snowboarding was the first one. There have been three others in figure skating. And this is this is really good. It's, it means that our team is coming on. They're not the greatest in Winter Olympic competition, but they are coming on playing and competing a whole lot better. When does the uh, hockey resume? Hockey is going to resume today with women's hockey. Now, the USA team, which is pretty doggone good, won't play until tomorrow. This is the knockout round. This is where one loss and you're gonzo. Now, that's women's hockey. 
men's hockey begins today. They are into their preliminary round. It's going to take about a week to get through it. And the USA is playing China. The host nation should be no low contender. It should be no contest. You never can tell on Chinese ice. And well, Now, it's unfair to say it is a home nation advantage of the USA team. While they aren't the NHL, are still pretty good. Yeah, some dirty things been happening at those Olympics so far. So uh, watch out, Team USA. Get that dub. Last but not least, I know we got one more game to play on Sunday um, between uh, Cincinnati and L.A., but uh, after that... We're looking to the future, and the next thing on the list will be the scouting combine. And it's beautiful the way the NFL programs that. This is what we've said all along now. That's why the NFL's number one. It's because they program, they market their whole league with absolute superb uh, direction. And the NFL combine is one of it. Yeah, as soon as that ends, then the NFL combine begins on March the 1st, runs uh, the 1st through the 7th. And they, of course, are at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And Mr. Lucas was inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame just last Sunday. He was here for that. So this is a very interesting set of directions that the NFL has. This is where all the players, they competed in the Senior Bowl game, one of whom was a a bear. Uh, Also in the Collegiate uh, Pro game that they have out in Pasadena. These are all all all-stars in game competition. Now we're seeing what their physical condition is with the jump and the sprint and the IQ tests and everything else that they give them at this combine. It's all part of NFL marketing. And it's a brilliant thing. That's why they're number one. It just keeps you uh, talking about the moves and the wants and the trades and the draft. And it's coming, man. Two months. And the Bears played last night. Tell me they got the dub. They did. Awesome. At the very end of the game. And this this leads one to be very encouraged by the way the Bears played because they were behind by as many as eight points late in the second half and came back and won it 66-62. to Gage Brim was the big scorer. Mosley, who's been hot here for the last several weeks, held to 14 points. I think the teams have changed their defenses and gone back now to concentrating on Prim. Nonetheless, Gage Brim had 21 points. But he was not the factor in the final minute and a half. The Bears brought in Jamonte Black, who is, uh, he and Mosley are buddies and all this sort of thing. <laughs> He's from Columbia Rockbridge, as is Mosley. Jamonte Black comes in off the bench and finishes the game with six points. And all six were scored in the final minute and a half of the game, including four from the foul line, key foul shots. And the Bears, who had tied the game on dunk by, by Prim, Go ahead and win the game in regulation, 66-62. That's a really big win on Drake's home court. Drake is pretty good, uh, but on their home court, they're especially tough. They had uh, about 3,300, 3,400 fans in attendance at the Knapp Center. That's a good crowd for them, raising all sorts of noise and carrying on and so forth. The Bears withstood it and came away with a win. That is a biggie. And all those fans had to leave mad. That's even better. So that leads me to my next question, where the Bears at in the standings right now. Big shakeup in the Missouri Valley after games last night. Loyola, the number one team, got knocked off. They were beaten by Bradley. It looks like a big upset. Well, it is. It is an upset. But Bradley's not all that bad. They can play the game, and they beat Loyola, knocked Loyola out of first place. The new first-place team in the Valley is Northern Iowa. They are 10-3, and and they had a win last night. Loyola drops down to number two. Uh, the Bears are now number three in the Missouri Valley Conference at 9-4, and four, 
And the Bears play Saturday against Valparaiso, a team it's here in town. The Bears should be able to beat them. There are no givens. Understand that, but the Bears should be a favorite team. Uh, Drake drops down to fourth, and Bradley is in fifth place, and then the rest of the league is under 500. But this is pretty good. This sets up a great tournament coming up yeah, in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis, which will be uh, beginning the first weekend in March. And this will be a lot of fun because the winner of that one is going to be the representative, of course, to the NCAA National Tournament and may be the only Valley team in the tournament. We'll have to wait and see how that morphs out as far as the committee's concerned. But a big win for the Bears, and they are now third and making inroads. You got lucky of Bradley winning that game, um, but uh, really it's like those early losses we talked about coming back to haunt you because you could, if they would have, there was at least two games that I really think they should have won. Now you're talking about a whole another situation if they win those games. When the when the committee, if 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 the Bears are among those in the bubble, so to speak, when the committee looks at that, and I hate to say this, I really do, but when they look at that opening game yep. with Southeast Missouri, and I know that's your area, but they're not very good. Look at that loss, which was here in town, and then look at an opening conference loss to Illinois State, which is an also ran. That doesn't doesn't resonate very well. Not looking too good. Well, uh, hey man, I've been here in Springfield longer than I was in Cape, so now this is my this is my <laughs> home court. Uh, last but not least, speaking of courts, uh, when does uh, Jerry play basketball again? How about tonight? The Lady Panthers will play at five forty-five. Lady Panthers are really good, folks. They're nationally ranked. They're not number one. They've lost a couple of games, but I wouldn't be at all surprised to see them make a lot of noise in the national tournament. They play at 545, and then the Panthers, who are coming off a win over William Jewell earlier this week, are back in action about 745. Both hosting teams from Southern Indiana. Southern Indiana University is in Evansville. They have been a national champion in Division II. They've been a strong contender in the Great Lakes Valley Conference. Very good. This is also their last year Mm -hmm. in Division II. They're going D1 next year and joining the Ohio Valley Conference, from whom the Bears have just extracted two teams, Belmont and Murray State, and Southern Indiana is going to replace one of them. But this is their last year, D2. They want to make a lot of noise. They're pretty good. Those games tonight, O'Reilly Family Event Center 545 and 745, should be great games. Bring the family out. Should be a great night of basketball on the, on the uh, north side, man, for sure. Nandy, you have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow.